Slap an NC-17 on this one, folks. <laughs> hey <laughs> Songwriting production with the songwriters of our latest releases. Be sure to subscribe and stay up to date on upcoming episodes. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Oh, Tony's Hello. here. <laughs> Say hi, Tony. Yeah, you can't get rid of me. No, it's just I I I got here, I unlocked the door, and you were still sitting there. It's <laughs> yeah. really weird. It was it was pitch black, <laughs> and then he turned the corner in the kitchen, and then there was just one light shining through the window onto my face, and I'm just like, hello. <laughs> and he was hello. like, ho! Which is weird because you have a, a brand new like iced coffee that is like fresh. Oh yeah. So I'm not sure how long you've There's been here. There's current but... ice in there. I kept I kept putting in new ice just so that you imagine that I just got there. We don't have ice here. Not because That's what you think because <laughs> I'm gonna need something to keep your ice. I'm gonna need ice. Ice. I'm going to need something to keep your body fresh. That's I don't. Oh wow. Why not just dark. use dry ice? It's Halloween time. Hey, who's that other voice I hear on the other side of my half wall? Oh, hi. Hi, um, Lauren. How are you? Lauren. It's L.A. Lauren Ann. Yeah, my name's Lauren She's Ann. the darling. Lauren Ann who? Lauren Ann Spikowski. Oh, I thought it was like Lauren and... Ann. 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 Lauren Ann. Joni. Lauren Ann. That's not my name yet. We are the Darling Dingbats. So which one of you is Darling and which one of you is the Dingbat? I think the answer is obvious. <laughs> I'm Naturally. the Darling. She's the Darling. I'm the Dingbat. <laughs> well, like to be fair, we're both Dingbats. We are. Yes. Yes. We are the Dingbat family. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a really bad TV show. Yeah. I, right? <laughs> I mean... If it was coming made to by a, Lifetime, by a coming to Lifetime, which that's the Dingbats. <laughs> yep, right. Well, it's just like it's sort of like like our family moniker, essentially. Like Lauren, you know, uh, my son Nolan, and I. We just call each other Dingbats. It's just like a it's like a term of endearment, and it has been forever. So I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna work that into you know. I it has to become some sort of a band. We we're trying to think of a name. I'm just like we're the Dingbats. And then the dingbats was taken, so. But also, it's like uh, dingbats, like wing ding dingbats. No. Yeah, that came up a lot when I was doing the googling. I told you. What's that? It's a like wing dings. The font. Oh. Or as Brandon calls it, font. <laughs> Still trying to find a W in that word, font. but. <laughs> font. I hear Drew, but he's behind me. I am behind you. And yes. it's it's weird because. Being an Italian man, I don't like having people behind me because I feel like I'm going to be choked from behind because I've watched The Sopranos too much. But you are in view of the exit. Usually that's a good thing to do. That is yes. true. I can't have my if back you, to the exit. If so. you, yes. Mm-hmm. I like it. Awesome. Do you have the thing where um, my, grandmother, my grandmother had this. My mom does it. I do it as well. If I enter into a building through one door, I have to leave through the same door. Oh yes, it, yeah, it, it would bother me greatly to exit through a different door. Yes. Okay. Well, now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> darling dingbats. <laughs> Hello to Hello. the podcast. We've done this before, but you know, yes. you know, well, not as as the entity that is. Ooh, darling, darling dingbats. dingbats. <laughs> so we're here to talk about yours, day but single. <laughs> I think I pronounced <laughs> that word wrong. Is it debut? 
Is that bon? Welcome to your debut. <laughs> I don't Can know why we just d- turned French. Part du? Um, oh. Yes, our debut song, Over Caffeinated. Yes. And I'm drinking a, 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 a venti um, I, Americano w- uh, with the ristretto shots, which mm. is ironic because when I started writing this song, I was sitting in a Starbucks. Sponsor us. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're more of a Starbucks guy than a Dunkin' guy? Um, He's well, a coffee guy. I'm just coffee. Like, Okay. I don't have a loyalty between the two. My only lo- loyalty <laughs> is drawing the line where coffee becomes trash, like okay. McDonald's. And like gas station coffee, although I will drink gas station coffee if it's the only option. Okay. We have this song that you guys put out. Um, you talked a little bit about writing it in a coffee shop. Actually, yeah. it was a Starbucks, but yes, you know. Um, why don't you start there and we'll, um, we'll go from there. Yeah, and how long was that? How long ago was that, yes. that time? Because it's been a journey Before for this song. Oh, it has. Sure. It has absolutely been a journey. So I've had the first... Um, so pretty much like the first two or three lines of the song, you know, um, I'm just over caffeinated and related to the broken hearted, lonely souls that came here before I was sitting in a coffee shop, Starbucks sponsor us. And, um, I, I don't know when I wrote that originally, but it was at least five years ago when I was going through a really hard time in my life. Well, like literally I was sitting there um, in just a complete broken depression and um, and just sitting there being like, you know, like I'm I just the the line sort of came up and I'm just like, how many other people, you know, have been sitting in this exact same chair doing completely similar, you know, things like, you know, writing either whatever, working on something or just sitting here, just contemplating life, essentially sitting there contemplating life and life choices and stuff like that while just completely downing cup after cup after cup of coffee. Yeah. So, um, that's essentially where it began and it was just those couple lines. Um, I'm just like, I like this. I put it in a voice memo and forgot about it for years. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how a lot of songs like start. You just like, this is a good idea. And then you're like, Oh, and then life happens, and you forget, and you don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Until you get really bored one night, and you're like, I think I've written songs that I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you go through, and you're like, wow. It's like, oh, wait, and then Lauren's listening to it, and you're like, wait, go back, go back, what was that? What was that? Yeah, that's, I mean, really, like, I just started writing a bunch of songs, because, you know, uh, uh, as songwriters will understand, and I know Drew understands, like, you will go from having absolutely no inspiration to just writing 8,000 songs in a night. Just You'll just have this bolt of inspiration. I'm not going to say, I mean, not majority of them probably aren't good, you know? Right. But, like, you just, like, write all these ideas. All of a sudden, there's no reason to stop the train. Once it starts going, you got to just keep rolling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so, like, I've always known that I wanted to have this song start with that. And I wanted it to be kind of like... Kind of like um, bouncy, like the dun dun dun, dun like that sort of like vibe to it. Um, I think I was probably listening to a lot of uh, um, a lot of early Marvelous Three mm-hmm. when I was. Um, I like them. Yeah, <laughs> came up with it. Like, like I'm talking about like math and other problems. Like, yes, that. And I'm just like, all right, let's just kind of like fun and like moving and um, and then yeah. So I just. 
it's funny. We were actually working on, you know, I was jamming through um, Chasing Danielle, Drew Neely and the Heroes song. And uh, so I was just like kind of jamming through it. And I'm just like started just kind of playing around. I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to play it in this key. And I just sort of started messing around with it. I just picked up the guitar and I happened to have the capo on, you know, whatever it is, four. Taylor Swift stick. Oh, that's right. <laughs> T-Swift stick. And sponsor us. Taylor Swift sticks.com. <laughs> That's not even a thing. I should buy direct that and us? redirect it to our, the band can you page. Direct our music video. Great thing. Yes, at Swift, least donate to the to the cause. Dingbats in need. <laughs> Please, your services as a music, direct, music video director, we would love. Absolutely. Um, yep. So yeah, I just started like playing through it, and uh, Lauren's like playing me some of the stuff that you've been coming up with. Well, and this was like what, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, like, I mean, really, yeah. Yeah, so some backstory on both of us, because I feel like I need to ask a question of you, because, um, so when you were writing that first lyric, maybe give a little bit of your personal details of, like, well, where were you at? What were you going through five years ago? Yeah, dig deep, Tony. You know, yeah. I'm an emotional woman. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just, That's I feel redundant. like it's really important to the, the you know, the start of the story and sort of where we both took it because we have similar backgrounds too right. in dealing with these kinds of things. Yeah, it actually might have been less than five years ago now that I think about it. But anyway, I was I was at the tail end um, of my marriage, which was falling apart, and um, coming to the point where I was realizing that what I had thought was forever is not going to last and what i thought was a certain thing it wasn't at all like pretty much you kind of build up this idea of what you know love and marriage and what your life is going to do um and a lot of it is built up from just you know what you're told growing up like societal standards yeah absolutely so you just sort of like think it's gonna be this this like perfect thing or you're sort of and I absolutely hate this is like, like at least from a guy standpoint, you kind of grow up with that whole, like, Oh, you know, my darn wife or, and it's it's just sort of like you're upset or you don't like your spouse, but that's normal. That's marriage. You just get over that. That's like that. I don't know if that's like a boomer thing or like something that like you just get beaten into you or you grow up seeing it. Yeah, I just think it's something that, like, culturally, it's like, or societally, it's like, well, yeah, you're not supposed to like him. You're supposed to get sick of him. And it's like, I don't want to get sick of that person. Like, that's what I'm, you know, like, that doesn't seem right, you know? I don't know. That's where I always go, went against, and that's probably why I was unhappy in my relationship. Right. Too, so. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, I was, I was just pretty much sitting there contemplating life and just broken, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh so I wrote that first part of it just completely broken, mm-hmm. essentially. And then when I started to pick the song back up, you know, a year and a half ago, when I actually was like, okay, I'm going to actually turn this into something, I was in a completely different upswing, you know, com- super positive. I was learning to love myself finally. I, I, mm. I found somebody who actually understood me. Oh, that's, that's me. That's Lauren Ann. That's me. Land. Good, because I still don't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, don't understand what? <laughs> I mean, basically, like I had, I had hope. I, I, I had hope, and that's sort of like the, you know, um, no matter how bad the world gets, there, 
you, you can't let it get you down. It actually, the lyric started with, don't let it get you down. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, yeah, but like, it's not an it, it's an, oh my guess, it's a people, it's, well, it's a society. Well, but it's also feelings. people that were in our lives that were pushing sort of what we were supposed to be too. Very, very literally, at least for me. Right. You know, I wasn't married to this person, mm-hmm. but I was in a very, very long-term relationship. And, you know, I, oh man, before I met Tony, it was it was terrible, but I knew I was ready to... I had hope that, oh my gosh, there's got to be something better out here. Um, but it was very abusive, but you, you know, um, it was sort of like you build this life and you're like, what, we're turning our wheels, but we're going nowhere. And, you know, is this really worth it? And, you know, speaking of the line that I really, really cling to is back my shit and walked out the door. Cause that's exactly what I did. I was done with having to, to, sort of be like, okay, no, this is what your life is now. And I was not happy with that. And I was done getting literally and figuratively beat down. And I walked out and, you know, and thankfully with Tony and, but like with each other and our, in our partnership that we have, you know, it's completely different. You know, it did come out for the better. It is the best thing that could have happened. Even though at the time when all of that was happening for me and, you know, for Tony, it's like your whole world is breaking down and right. you're like, what the hell is going on? I never thought that this would happen, but I'm incredibly grateful that it did. So. Yep, that's a that's a good way to put it. And when we met on farmersonly.com, <laughs> it was like a big difference. It Sp- wasn't great. <laughs> oh my goodness, I was not expecting that. I almost, I almost choked. <laughs> uh, okay, um, <laughs> now let me ask you a question. When you Lauren, yes. Lauren, yes, and Lauren okay. Ann, LA. When you heard the song, heard me play it for the first time, you had a very obvious, almost visceral reaction of like, you have to record that. Like, record that now. Tell me, like, what was going through your head when you heard it? Well, because obviously it was definitely a different iteration, but, like, the the building blocks were completely the same. Um, Well, so, okay, so just so people know, you know, sort of our process that's sort of come to to fruition is that Tony's always got music on in his head. He also processes things and escapes through music and playing music, and he'll just be walking around, you know, our condo just playing music and making silly songs with, you know, his son Nolan and at my dog Bones. And um, (laughs) we were sitting at home, and I was just hanging out on the bed, and he was playing and he's like, yeah, like, I'm like, show me what you've got. And he, you know, laid out this song. And I was just like, I remember just being all oogly eyed <laughs> and just like stupid smiling. And I'm like, no, this is such a good song. Like, this is so catchy. This is just so you. And it speaks to, I think, a lot of people. Um, and it spoke to me personally and I'm just like no you have to do this like I don't care if it's with with what band you're with which is incredible but even if it's with me like you need to do something with this because it is something that like clearly had sold to it clearly was your voice clearly and I was like no you need to get it out there because I feel like too our voices were stifled for so long and we couldn't be who we wanted to be or were and 
you know, we don't have to do that anymore. And so me encouraging you, it's just, yeah, that's all where it came from. Yeah, so. I mean, and Drew, Drew's known me for longer than I've known myself, I guess. Uh, no, I don't know. Drew's known me forever. He's seen the rise and fall and rise again of, of me as a as a human being are you are you like an empire <laughs> i'm just kidding and and an emperor <laughs> i am not a messiah <laughs> definitely not or oh a messiah God. in training <laughs> anyways i am i am neither one of those um well so drew well i remember when all of that happened and i'm just <laughs> seeing this is I, oh man anyway but like but i remember i'm like did you show drew this like did you show you need to like send this to drew's like yeah, i don't know i'm like no you need to yeah, send this to drew i get shy but, when it comes to the stuff i write like i've told drew and like dominic and like lauren i'm like if if something you know dog forbid ever happens to me i um like go through my phone there's probably two albums worth of songs at least of like, like maybe just started ideas, but like there's ideas in there forever. But I get like, I don't know. I get like the, I get like the yips. Yeah, I get like nervous. I'm a little guy. Why? Well, but also like <laughs> he was told, and we call them past life problems. Yes. Past life, and we have new life bests. His past life problems were you don't ha- you sound horrible. You have a horrible voice. You don't have a voice. And then your new life bests are fucking go show that to Drew. Yeah. Let's have fun with this. Please just go and do things with that because that's amazing. Right. And I'm I'm learning to embrace that part of it. And. uh I, I, I think that's going to be good moving forward, and, and it's huge for me because Drew's always super encouraging whenever I show him stuff, I don't and, but I get like this block where I'm just like, I don't know. They're going to hate it. They're going to judge me. Here's the thing, and the thing that, that really connected with me with this song, obviously, divorcee as well. Um, what? Uh, I'm, no, I'm no longer married to my, my once wife. But um, <laughs> um, you know that connected with me as well. But I think even outside of like the personal relationship thing, whether it's a job or mm-hmm. just you know something that kind of has you in a in a place where you feel stuck, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We've all been at the bottom of of that curve. But every time, and in my many 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 years of experience. You know, life's a wave, and you have to ride. Going back to you talking about songwriting, Mm -hmm. it's the exact same thing. When it's high, you're on top of the world. Everything's awesome. You're writing songs. Mm -hmm. The sun is always shining. Right. It's not always going to be that way. It's not going to be that way every day. So if you're able to to carry that over as long as you can, and then ride that wave down, and then let it ride back back up, and just do your cyclical thing and, and be consistent with who you are. And that's what's going to get you through it. You know, being, mm-hmm. able to, being able to turn something painful into something, you know, that's therapeutic not only for you, but, you know, other people who hear it. That really kind of shortens that, that pit you fall into from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can, can help, help catapult you to, you know, the top. You know, I mean, think about, Tony, your reaction and just your mindset from the time you wrote that to the time the song came out yeah complete 180 right oh mm-hmm. absolutely right so being able to take those things and learn from them and be able to express yourself mm-hmm. to actually be able to flip it around is a very powerful thing and that's why i think this song was so important for not only you to do but for us to do collectively yeah definitely that's a 
that's a great way to put it. It was kind of like pushing over that hump of right. something. Now, and I've always wanted to like put something out, you know, that's like hey, this is like me stripped down and, you know, naked. <laughs> well, wow. I just said it. <laughs> hmm. I know, and it's on record now. Now he's all distracted. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be Hey Damn. guys, get in here. Guys, where are you going? <laughs> Stay off my couch. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Like, and and when I when I heard you singing along with it, like the first time, I was just like, oh, you're good at singing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you sent me a voice memo of the two of you do, like doing the song together, and yeah. I was like, okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, I got it. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. like my vision of the song. And this is a good transition into actually recording it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vision of what the song was um, it, it is not exactly how it ended up, but it is. Mm-hmm. It is. I am uh, absolutely in love with where it ended up, and I couldn't have done that alone. No. So it was like it was where like I had this idea of what it's going to be, and I mean it's a lot of stuff that we've talked about on the Heroes podcast too, where like you know if it was just. Drew writing and recording and releasing his stuff, it would be, you know, his vision and everything. Whereas like now certain people, Dominic, I, whoever is like, can bring different elements to it to where, you know, Drew might be like, Oh, I wouldn't have thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And then that's exactly what it was like recording the song Mm -hmm. in the studio with the thrifty records house band. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I I mean, really it, (laughs) Drew, you're like the next Uncle E. I am obsessed with the eels, and that's sort of how he sort of does things, but he doesn't, and he's just his little band. It's not, you know, he's not recording on other people. I mean, he's producing and stuff like that, but I do really love that it was just a huge discussion with everybody and just everyone listening to what everyone had to say, and, like, that kind of collaboration should always happen in all in every facet of our life, but it was really, really great that we were able to do that, you know, in this very room. In, th- in this <laughs> very room, yes. Absolutely. Well, it, it, it's so much easier. Yes. So to, to be in the same room because you know you have that immediate like I don't know I think I changed the baseline like seventeen times in the four takes right but um yeah no once once I decided on that on that baseline for the for the chorus you know I was talking to George and I'm like hey can you throw that kick in on the and of four because that's where I'm hitting and then we worked that part out and it was like once that happened mm-hmm. it just took that chorus to the next level and I was like okay now now we're really headed in the right direction yep and, so and, and, and it's it something a- so little like that of just moving you know the the kick drum over eighth note you know Mm-hmm. Yep, something I would never have thought of because yeah. I generally play things pretty straight well here's the thing is you were already playing it that way yeah, and I guess I just didn't even realize. Right. It. So, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, George I, and I, I were hitting on one, field. and yeah, and you, yeah. Were, you were hitting on the end of four. And oh. once we locked that up, that's when it really He's got such tight. Such a guitarist, and then, this uh, guy. And then grew weird. up, and then it, you know, Rhythm blew up from there. Over there. The algorithm so, section. The, the algorithm section. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh Jesus! But yeah, no, like we we like the bridge to this song that you will hear um, was non-existent coming into it. I mean, I don't even remember. Like there were so many things that were changed and just done right that night. It was just sort of like, all right, this is what I like going into the session. I think it was it was very therapeutic to do it, but like I had a vision of what I thought the song was going to be. But being the fact that I've always been like, you know, just a guitar player 
kind of like a support role in in all the groups that I've you know that I've played with and currently play with. Like I'm used to just being part of a collaboration. I'm not used to just being like this is it, and if it's not this, then. Yeah, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my hybrid and going to Starbucks. <laughs> Speaking of why I love Tony in my life, so <laughs> that's one thing with Tony and that I've learned from Tony the most um, is that, like, you know, no person is an island and we're not supposed to. It's so much more fun when we're all together, you know, we're connecting with other people. It, again, it doesn't matter if it's in this room or if it's other places. It's just, you know, again, in that room. And we're all, you know, just having like an open conversation, you know, it's just, that's an awesome thing. Absolutely. So So like the bridge, like we got to the bridge part and it was just like, I, I always played it like pretty straight. Just like, I'm just like, it's just a, you know, two and a half minute, you know, pop song. And then it was just like Drew and, and, and George and Dominic were just like, we really need to put something here that completely breaks the song up. And uh, I, I, I literally played like almost nothing in it, which is the best part about <laughs> which it. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I think that is that is so um, eye-opening. Yeah. Because, you know, the famous quote goes, good guitar players know what to play, great guitar players know what not to play. And, and, and to leave space mm-hmm. somewhere because it creates that contrast of like, okay, now I'm not playing. So when I do actually say something, you know, it goes back to the um, – Jay and Silent Bob, right? Silent Bob doesn't, he says one line per movie, right? Oh, yeah. And it's always it is brilliant. So and brilliant. Ferb yes. does the same thing in Phineas and Ferb. Uh, and <laughs> I, right? yes, I, yes, I just compared Ferb to Silent Bob. But it yes. makes sense. But, you know, there's so much more is hanging on those things that you do say then. Yeah. And it, and it really kind of puts things into, into, you know, perspective that way. And that's what I, why I think that bridge works so well. Yeah. Well, and like, I don't know, I just, while you both were talking about all of these things, it just sort of reminds me of like, okay, where you started was, this is a horrible analogy, but I like it. I'm a visual person. So, you know, it's like the first time you went through it, it, you know, it was just the the dot to dot, right? It was just, you were going from one dot to the next, trying to draw these connections. And then after that, you're like, okay, well now it's a color by numbers and I'm putting in the color. And then, you know, everybody else comes in and then everyone's just painting on a giant fucking canvas and filling in everything that wasn't there before. And it sort of then becomes a whole picture, not just one person playing guitar and singing. Right. So, yeah, I like that analogy. That is really good. Thanks. You have a poop mouth, but besides that, (laughs) (laughs) you know what guys, she's the darling, but she's definitely not the lady of the group. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be me. That's true. <laughs> I'm the lady. Yeah, I've, I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely. I've <laughs> no. Be live your truth, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's probably because I work with kids all day. Okay, that just, doesn't make me boom. feel any better. Because <laughs> well, like you, do you swear at them all day long? No, I don't at all. I have to keep oh, okay, it all so, in. Okay, so so you're not around kids. I have to keep my true self so until after school. Yeah. And and then you get out and you're just like balls, beers. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just okay. No, that's when she's Tony's not at work, she has you to. just have to say yes. earmuffs, and then you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. Recording the song was a ton of fun. There, yeah. There was moments of tension here and there, but moments of tension that needed to happen and that got the best version of the song out of it in the long run. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and those those tensions weren't. They were constructive. They were never yes. ever you know, contention, it was always like, wait, but what about this? And like, what if we could, you know, flip this over inside out? George, you know, had a lot of stuff to say. And so Dominic was just observing everything, but definitely brought in a whole bunch afterwards. And, you know. Oh, yeah. that's. But again, it was constructive. It was definitely not a place of like strife. Absolutely. Dominic is is and will always be our secret weapon for sure. Where he'll just be like one thousand percent. He's the he's he's the strong silent type, and then he brings it. To, you're just like whoa. He's like, like the okay. blending, like the blending. Totally. Of, yep. I can't can go back to this painting, oh, but this fine. blending, yep. this blending of. This he'll picture. come in and st- you know we'll do the colors, and he starts shading things, and you're like, oh, oh wait, right. and then like you added that to yep. that, yeah. Oh, Right. It, it's funny because, like, you know, you can go through, you know, I've got all the, all the sessions here and everything. And it's like, you take Dominic out of these songs, and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's still, you know, at its core, it's still there, but, you know, it's it needs some seasoning. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Some <laughs> Italian seasoning. Oh, my goodness. I can't even. I mean, he's Italian. So I am I. Just yeah. with basically our friendship. Anthony, Dominic and Dominic. Dominic and my friendship is basically unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> With a side of A D D, get it? Anthony Dominic Dominic. Oh, that is good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, the Darling Ding Bats is officially broken up. Dominic and I are starting a band called A D D. Thank you. Wow. Cut this mic. I'm out. Wow. wow. I'm out. He's Don't drop that mic. <laughs> um so yeah, but no, I want to thank everybody for helping out uh, in the process. Drew, this song would not have been what it was without the help of Drew. I mean, we we recorded the song. And literally left, and I, I I said I don't I I want you to just come up with whatever you think is going to be the best version of this song, because a lot of a lot of times mm-hmm. Drew gets a lot of push and pull from people that he works with or has worked with in the past, and and you know you don't want to you know like you're like muttering the waters exactly. Yeah. It's just sort of like listen, I know what I think the song is in my head, but I'm too close to it. You know, oh, yeah, you that's, can't back and that's up. the whole that's the whole benefit. And I get of, it. I get that. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, you are, you are, and take this and 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 it, it became something that I didn't think it was going to. It no, sounded completely same. different than it did on the night that we did it. Um, and I was just like, we we literally had one mix note, and it was just to turn the bass up because his yeah, bass lines were so was amazing. The only thing. And I'm like, why don't I hear the bass? There's n- wait, what? Wait, but there's something there. I want to hear it. It's not right. punchy enough now. Exactly, because in the very beginning, the first bass notes that Drew plays, I get like, uh, I get like the goose pimples every single time, and I'm just like, is whatever. Oh, that bam, bam, bam. It's just like I don't know. It didn't. It didn't like punch enough than what it like should and like he probably literally w- went in and went uh, just punched it up a little bit and then like sent it i'm just like cool ship it <laughs> you know? I yeah mean, well no it. but we were happy with it we yeah. were really happy with it and like that's literally all we had to say about it it was just great but then that also again within collaboration it's that trust because you and drew have built this trust in this relationship that i'm never gonna touch that's i'm not the yoko ono in any situation <laughs> whatsoever no you can actually sing <laughs> oh yes Wow, guys. He went. I mean, she is a performance artist. Let's just keep her there. All right, yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, sincerely, like, because, Tony, you had that trust, and I had that trust in that relationship, but also it's like, again, the, you know, 
we didn't have we you were giving that air of like drew we trust you you know what you need to do you know what you hear and obviously just produce what that's what your that's your job we're gonna let you do your job and it was incredible so thank you for that sincerely well i thank you guys for that because it's so much easier for me to do my job because i'm not second guessing Thinking, mm-hmm. okay, will this hurt somebody's feelings? Are they going to be upset with me? Are they going yeah. to, you know, the so much of what I do at this desk is psychological mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, trying to get the best out of somebody in a performance and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I feel like we can we can be completely open and honest. And mm-hmm. you know, Tony and I have we've talked about this for decades, literally. <laughs> where when when we're playing a song like the song is the script and we're just the actor playing the role that tells the story yeah right it's very so, Shakespearean, but yes that's so it's true. like we've got to just kind of you know nestle into our little groove and do the best that we can with our part right but mm-hmm. collaboratively right. is what makes it what it is yeah you have for to sure. do what's best for the song right we've said that it, thousands of times absolutely and mm-hmm. like because yeah you can get the best guitar player in the whole wide world the best drummer in the whole wide world and they could play you, you know a, a, a thousand notes and the ghostiest well, of ghost notes totally, I don't know I mean, drum stuff and they, <laughs> ghostiest of ghost. double bass double bass double bass they, they could play ghost pepper notes all and just spicy hot oh my god all the drummers and, are yelling <laughs> <laughs> just screaming one, two, and three, and four at you. Wow. But what I mean, it reminds me. <laughs> it reminds me of that thing that I've always told Tony, and I think it's like literally the probably the first day I met you. I was like, yeah, like you can have a to- like you can have like a, a twenty five thousand dollar you know camera, um, digital camera, but if you don't know how to use it, and if you don't know how to like take a toy camera or a disposable camera and make a good image that's from you it it doesn't matter what kind of gear you have like if you know how to use what you have and work it but then also with you know working with others it's like yeah if you you know it's just do what you do with what you have and clearly you guys have a great relationship um great studio thanks by the way and you. (laughs) you know you just ran with it you know yeah it's just it's just what we do i mean i mean even if we didn't have like this studio, exactly. we didn't have the record label, and we didn't have the band, Tony and I would still probably be sitting on a couch playing a Definitely. couple of acoustic guitars. Right. So yeah. like, it's just an extension of who we are exactly. at our core, which is what makes it so much easier to do on this level. Definitely. So, and it's fun to be able to do it in different like for different projects. Because mm. now that we now that we are getting to the point where we're, where we are, you know becoming the backing band for a lot of different projects, that workflow is becoming so much smoother. Right. Where it's just like, here's the song. Like, what do you hear? It's like, here it is. And then it's just like, all right, and we can go from there. Yep. And that's something that we're building more and more. And obviously there's more goals of like where that's going to go. But it's more fun, especially when we get to work on different genres and we get to really push ourselves working with different personalities. Mm. And, um, so, I mean, luckily we've had that sort of experiences throughout the years and like more recently. So coming in and being like being able to let go was super easy because I knew, you know, the song, you know, our baby was in good hands. <laughs> Music baby. Yeah. And, yeah. and recording, baby. recording is, is my, is my place because. Definitely. I love it. It's it, great. You know, I, 
you can swing for the fences and strike out, and then you just select all and you click delete, and no one hears it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's I I love being able to like to do that to jump off the cliff and be like I have no idea what's going to happen now, but let's just try it. Mm-hmm. And you know that goes back to the whole thing you were talking about that baseline thing in the beginning, right? I just went yeah. blum blah blum blah, and I was just doing that because I heard it in my head. Yeah. So I played it, and <laughs> you two peeking over the half wall were like, "That was awesome!" <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I guess I got to remember what I played." now <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's just like certain things i mean it's just sort of like you know we've talked about this a while and musicians will get this like if you're working on a song or you're hearing a mix and you're hearing a part that is oh, not yeah, in there yeah. it's in your head it yes it's it's got to go in the song it's like a, it's supposed to be there yes you're hearing it for a reason yep and um so yeah you have to embrace it you can't just push that down mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of how I knew this is what I wanted to do because I'd be listening mm. to records going back to the 90s, alternative rock stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, listening to songs and be like, man, that chorus would just be so much bigger if there was a harmony above it, maybe some tambourine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's like, what? Why didn't they do that? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, maybe maybe I should do this. And that's the thing yeah, with recording. I mean, I feel like, again, it's, it's about the process as well as the outcome but again you have to have that like that that brain that's flexible to you know zoom in and zoom out and then again like not click the delete button you know but (laughs) really just you know yeah hear what you're hearing go take a walk come back to it oh so many sleep on a session But that's a good yeah. thing because then you're not, you know, you're not hyper, you can hyper fixate on it, but you have probably the wherewithal and the self-awareness at this point, Drew, to walk away, have someone else listen to it if they're trusted and then go back to it right. and then have that, okay, I've got a goal in mind. How do we process it? But then also it's like, yeah, again, like, oh my God, why didn't they do this? You know, listening to whoever you know, Morissette. I love the Morissette. Alanis got it, but you know, it, I've heard of her. It, I yeah, love, I love the Smiths. I also <laughs> what? Smith. Morrissey. Oh, not Morissette. Alanis. Well, you're out of the band. Anyways, but I'm I'm saying like soon as now. What is when? All right. Carry on. Okay, now I'm done. Bye. My favorite song, Lauren. Just to just to in case you ever get. Mad at me for anything. My favorite Smith song is "Girlfriend in a Coma." <laughs> wow! So I'm not gonna get mad at that. I know because it's a great song. It is a great song. The Smiths is uh, my dad's favorite band. So yeah, I know. I remember the first time I, I met <laughs> met Andy. That's what he gushed. He's like, you know, the Smiths. <laughs> like, that's how I knew that she was in with my family. <laughs> yeah, she knew yeah. the Smiths. I, I know the Smiths. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm I like, like a, I like Ozzy Smith. <laughs> nice. You know New Order? <laughs> yes, I know the New Order. Second best shortstop in the world. You, because the best shortstop in the world. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's Drew Neely. <laughs> For the record, it's a it's a fact. I mean, these aren't it's, these aren't this opinions. Is not, this these is not facts. debatable. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, and um, I definitely wanted to give a shout out to uh, Gary and wh- what's his company name? Gary Weissman and uh, oh my what, what is his company? Sorry, Gary. We don't know your company Sorry, name. Sorry, Gary. But no, Insert Gary. Insert brand here. So I mean, any recent like logos and stuff that you've seen for yes. Heroes, Thrifty Records, and now Darling Dingbats um, is done completely by uh, Gary Weissman, and it's just uh, th- just the 
he he comes. He's up, a he, genius. He, oh, it, he it comes up with so stuff like almost perfect. on the spot. He's like, "This just, idea I have." Yeah. Five minutes later, ten minutes later, you get a text like, "Oh, this." And you're like, "What? Well, what?" <laughs> yep. Yes. And again, that was definitely yep. another another problem. Okay, because like my my background is in photography and a little bit of graphic design. Nothing compared to what Gary, but you know, does. But it's like again, we gave him the freedom. We had a pretty clear thing of what we wanted, right? A, a pretty clear vision. But we're like, but you know, this is your stuff. You do it. You, this is what you do well. We might have like one or two little. I think it literally it was the change in the star. That was all it color. was. And the co- there was one color situation. Yeah. yeah. And instead was, of red, we wanted yellow. Like that yeah, was that's and like literally and, and a different star. A different yeah. star. And that was and that and it didn't look bad. It was just a opinion. You oh know? yeah, it was literally. And he's probably that day. It's like, I don't need to do twelve drafts of this. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. Right. Wait, right? can I take your money now? Yeah. <laughs> like, which, wait, which, which is awesome because that's how the mix was too. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, okay, well, here. I mean, I think I sent two different mixes, right? That, mm-hmm. That's it. Mix one, so. and I'm like, more bass. And that's it. And you're well, like, okay. Well, here and you go. I'm, o- I'm always hesitant to, like, you know, pushing the bass too much because, like, I feel like that's such a, especially because in that chorus, it's such a, like, a harmony part. Yeah. I really didn't want it to, like, eat up what the vocals were doing. But yeah, but we, it was we so met in the damn middle. good. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. We met in the middle. It was good. No, it was no. good. And that's the, the thing that I've learned throughout the years is surround yourself around people that you trust. Absolutely. And know how to do their stuff. And then you could just hand it off without being nervous at all and know mm-hmm. that you're going to get back a quality product. Right. So there you go. Makes it so much easier. <sighs> it was there so good. Go. Oh, yes. Yeah, so wait, Tony. So Lauren. you were the one who talked to talked to Gary. I didn't really talk to Gary. I was like, I don't know. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk to Gary? <laughs> right. You kept on like asking me and I'm like. You know, like just sans serif it up, like just go. <laughs> what did you tell him? Well, it started off because I put us both in a text group, right? Yeah. Because I was playing middleman, and I was like, I got to jump on a Zoom call here. Like <laughs> yeah, you, guys you guys just, talk. you guys just do your thing. Well, because I was just like, I, I said we're kind of going for like the Americana feel, and we like, and I said Lauren's f- favorite flower is a sunflower. Aww. And I'm like, but and that fits the Americana sort of mm-hmm. like, you know, acoustic guitar and you know hybrid hippiness feel, and I don't know what that means. But anyway, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> when I think of the band and I think of a, like a, a logo, I'm just like I'm imagining we're in a field of flowers playing guitar. As silly as that is, and then I and I didn't say that because I don't want to be laughed out of a text group, but um, I just basically said those two things. I'm like, ah, it's like Americana and uh, sunflowers, and 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 then he goes, here you go. And and, and did and, I send him the song or did you? Uh, you did. Okay. I thought, yeah. Oh, I, thought awesome. I thought. And he Drew got mocked a copy up of that. an idea for a logo also that was the same. I like, pretty close. Yeah. And then Gary, which is what I think I may have sent him. Yeah, and then you sent him that. Because I think you said song. send that to him and send him the song just so you can kind of get an idea. Yeah, and then he where took that and then made it what it was and and just boom. Yeah, there you go. Gary's I, so easy to work with and so easy to talk to. It's just it's a no brainer, which is why you know I started up that relationship with him here at Thrifty in terms of like mm-hmm. you know doing all of Thrifty logo the you know the merch that we have as a label all the band stuff is done through him and then now you guys and oh yeah yeah it's just yeah it just we're really grateful for that sincerely thank you yep 
his he's, uh, he's groovy. Yep, the he's darling, so groovy. the darling Dingbats logo will look uh, quite nice on a shirt and a sweatshirt sometime soon when we mm. can afford it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, when when that happens, it'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen. Come and on. and uh, and another song will be very good for you people to hear once we can afford that too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Alrighty then. Yes, but with that being said, uh, why don't you head over to uh, DrewNeelyTheHeroes.BigCartel.com and you can get uh, not only Drew Neely the Heroes merch, but also Thrifty Records merch, and eventually that will all be moved over to Thrifty Records um, website where you can buy all that stuff, and it'll be fantastic yeah. to keep you warm and fashionable. Oh, yes. Love the logos. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Anything else you guys want to add for this? No. <laughs> no. Yes. I no. could talk forever. I know. Well, when, when we do our own, our other podcast, we oh, could no. talk forever. Oh, yes. Geez. Well, I just wanted to say thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, and stay tuned and stand by. We're going to have oh a my lot God. more time. Cut and that out. <laughs> without further ado, here is Overcaffeinated by the Darling Dingbats. I'm just overcaffeinated and related to the brokenhearted. Lonely souls I came here before. Put my foot down on the floor. Packed my shit, walked out the door. Because I don't know you anymore. We all go through changes We're all gonna change